Hello and welcome to the Marriage Chronicles. This is Naila. Today is going to be even more raw than my car chronicles. Um, you can probably hear in the next room my daughter playing her music in her room across the hall. And every once in a while you might hear my youngest son, Nathaniel, yell across the hall on his uh, PS4. So anyway, I am coming because I guess I just want to talk for a little bit. Today is my husband's birthday. His 43rd birthday. And, um, I'm having a little rough time, a little bit, just a little today. Um, it's weird because I really thought Thanksgiving was going to be the doozy. But it turns out that today is the doozy. <laughs> um... I got up and I went and took him a gift. I dropped it off over his house. I don't know. I wasn't able to see his face. I don't know if he enjoys it. I don't know if it sucks to him. I don't know if he threw it in the trash. <laughs> if he threw the gift that I gave him in the trash, then he's kind of crazy. But <laughs> yeah. I don't know, it's just, it feels like a doozy today for me. Um, so yeah, I just thought I would come and just say, hey, I guess I just wanted to talk for a moment. Because every day, just to kind of share with you all, every day is not going to be like high when you're going through a separation. Some days... You might feel a little down. Some days, you know, you're on top of the world and you feel like, hey, I can do this, you know. And other days, it's a, it's a bit challenging. Um, I was just about to pray for him last night, like get into my little prayer closet, my little prayer mode, and just like go in and pray for him. And then I thought to... I thought for a second, hey, let me uh, go. It's midnight. It's after midnight. Let me try to be the first one to wish him a happy birthday. And I went to his um, messenger on Facebook just to say happy birthday. And I was blocked. So... <laughs> I was eating like a power bar, energy bar at that moment. I know at midnight, right? Like, why was I doing that? Because it was the nearest thing to me and I felt hungry. <laughs> and I was eating it. And as soon as I noticed that I was blocked, I instantly, you know how you feel instantly kind of like sick a little bit <laughs> when your emotions kick your butt like that. Then all of a sudden you don't even want to swallow was in your mouth. You're like, you just, your appetite just is spoiled. <laughs> yeah. 
that's what I felt like my appetite was just instantly spoiled you guys <laughs> and I started getting hot and I was like nope nope you don't get to be sad Naila you don't get to be sad you have to keep praying you was just about to pray I need you to do that still I need you to still pray I need you to still confess over him like nothing happened like I still need you to speak those things that are not you know in the physical you know not being manifested in the physical I still need for you to do that as though nothing happened because let me tell you something something that I just told my daughter today it's when you're walking by faith faith is something that you're hoping for it's it's the it's 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 the substance of things hoped for it's the things that you're hoping to see happen so if you see that thing happening then what's the point in faith right so <laughs> it's like when if you're not walking by faith and you're purely walking by sight then yeah okay it, it's not what you you know then then you're needing to see something in order to um be happy right but when it comes down to walking by faith when you see the opposite of what you're believing God for when you see that that's when you get happy that's when you get happy because in that moment it's like you're looking for God to work on your behalf. You know that he's capable, very capable of doing what you've asked him to do, right? He's God. He can do it. But when it comes down to, I mean, it's, it's not something you can do in your own strength anymore when you're walking by faith. So it's like when you are, are trusting God it's like you're saying okay God um show me you you know and see a lot of people think that in that case it's like okay if it doesn't happen overnight then you didn't hear me if it doesn't happen overnight then you know it's not coming to pass and so you prematurely give up right you prematurely like be like it's, this isn't going down. But see, the thing is, is I believe that that pressure, that added pressure comes when those prayers, when those breakthroughs are going to come. Say, for instance, you give up right then and there and your breakthrough is 10 minutes down the road. Who knows? It might be 10 days down the road. Who knows? It might be 10 months. We don't know. But when you start to feel in that pressure and when things begin to really like deviate off of what you're believing God for. That's when you should get, that's when you should talk yourself happy, you know? So I've been doing that all day. Um, just kind of talking myself happy. So it's like waves. It's like 
when you're walking by faith, you have to be intentional with everything you do. You have to be intentional with your surroundings. You have to be intentional with what you're looking at, with what you're hearing. Um, you have to create a space and an atmosphere that is conducive or, or, or productive for your faith to be activated. Because if you have things in your atmosphere that are discouraging you or, you know, when you have something like, I'm very intentional with what I hear, what I see, things like that. I'm very intentional because all it takes is that one thing coming along, that one thing that someone says that triggers you, that one thing you can hear. 50 million good things, but that one bad thing, that one thing that offended you, that one thing that triggered the thing that sticks out the most. So in, the, in, 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 in times of faith, whatever you're believing for, it doesn't have to be a marriage. Anything that you're believing God for, you have to make sure that your atmosphere is suitable for the manifestation of your prayers being answered and coming through to be able to do that. You get what I'm saying? You cannot sit there and be counterproductive or counteractive in that moment. You have to produce an atmosphere that will welcome in your... No, I don't know what she's in there listening to you. But um, <laughs> you have to... Um, have an atmosphere that will produce, that will bring forth your faith and bring in the manifestation of what you're believing for. I don't know if I'm making sense to anybody or not. Like I said, this is just really, really raw. Like I don't usually, you know, come and record when you can hear like things in my background like that, unless it's things I can't control. Like sirens and dogs barking outside but you know I've just come to a point because I used to just wait until I was it was completely silent or tried to you know and then have this whole big old thing written out of what I'm gonna say and everything but here lately if I do that I'll never get on here and record because now there's so much more going on than it was before to where I don't have time to really just sit out and write it out, especially any time that I am just sitting and writing, it's, it needs to be towards this book that I'm coming out with. So I just, I don't have the time to dedicate to that. And, and then I really do. I have a lot of material that I could get on here and read out, but then I would be giving away my book and then you wouldn't need to buy it, right? It's nothing more. I, I don't like to listen to someone and think, oh, I want their book. And then I get their book and what's in their book is the same thing that they've been saying the whole time, because then I kind of feel like my money was wasted. Like, why did I have to physically buy your book? So, of course, there's going to be some things that you say, you know, <laughs> there's going to be some things that people say that, of course, are going to be in their book as well. But you don't want the whole book 
you know, revealed before you can get a chance to read it. Because then I'm, I just feel like I'm just reading what you just said. Like, like you literally just took a recorder and you talked in it and printed it out. And all I did was pay my money for a book that I already knew the contents. But I hope that you all will find my book um, not just entertaining. I do want it to be entertaining, but I do want it to be educational as well. I do want it to be something that you all can find meaning and purpose and helpful tips, you know, for coping and waiting and believing, you know, um, for what you've prayed for to come through. Um, so I've been like listening to audio books, you know, different things like that, um, on the subjects that I'm, you know, working on. So I need to actually, buy a, a couple books for this upcoming week for while, you know, while I'm working or whatever. It is so nice to sit and listen and be encouraged through words, you know, um, while I'm working, you know what I mean? Because it really doesn't take a whole lot of thinking for the job that I do. Um, my job is perfect for me because there are some times that I might think, I might think of, of certain things and I'll just turn the recorder on while I'm working and I'll, I'll start um, recording some of my book. Um, so I have a lot of snippets like that too. But right now I'm just excited, you guys, because I'm at a point where I am putting uh, my book together and I'm like, now I'm like, I know, I know, y'all, I'm all excited. <laughs> okay, see, you see how I just did this? I talked myself happy because when I first got on here, y'all, I was sad. I was sad, y'all. But this, this, ah, I hope this is encouraging somebody. You got to talk yourself happy, man. You got to look at the things that you have and the things that are, are that you, that you have in your control and that you know that are, that's about to take place, honey. Oh my goodness. I'm excited. Um, I really need to go ahead and get my trademark. I looked into my name, uh, the name that I'm going for and everything. And it's available as, you know, in the field that I'm using it in because, you know, there's some people who have, who are using the name, but since they're using it in a different field than I am, like there's one for hair extensions and then somebody else doing something. But since I'm doing it in the clothing line, uh, y'all, when I tell y'all, like, I feel like I just lost my breath when I think of these things that are about to happen that I have in the making, y'all, I get so excited because I'm just like, God, you trust me to do this? Like, you really trust me to do this? Like, I keep getting glimpses of my book. Mm. I keep seeing the cover and the cover, y'all, is so off the chain to me. I hope I can capture what I'm seeing in my mind. Okay, I'm out of breath, y'all. I get so, it's like, y'all, it takes my breath away when I, like, I, I've, I've never felt this close to this book happening. I've never felt this close to success in my life. Um, though, you know what I mean? In the marriage department, it's like, ugh. 
it feels like dry bones. <laughs> and daily, I'm just trying to do CPR. I'm speaking life into those things, you know. Um, but when it comes down to my career and things that I'm doing, and I'm not talking about my regular nine to five, but my career that I'm establishing. Y'all, when I tell y'all, there have just been so many blessings that come forth. Like I'll ask God for something and he will just supply it. Or I'll even, sometimes I don't even ask for it and he'll just supply it. Y'all have had so many blessings and that's why I keep saying I cannot sit around and I can't disrespect God by sitting around and, and, and remaining in a sad, depressed place and state of mind because he's blessed me so much. It would be disrespectful to sit around and be depressed, depressed. You know what I mean? It would be, and I, and I feel like I, I can feel myself getting emotional talking about it because I, I, I mean, that's, that is so true. You guys, like it would be so disrespectful of me. It would be ungrateful of me to sit around and, and, and have the nerve to be depressed. I get sad here and there, but depressed, I refuse to lose. I refuse to be depressed. Okay. No, that's a negative. So anyway, y'all, I know I've just gone all over the place. I don't know if this podcast is even good anymore because it's just me just talking. But I feel like y'all are, y'all, y'all deserve being able to just hear me as a person, my different moods. And of course, depending on the mood that I'm in, my voice is going to change. Like my accent changes depending on how I feel. I've noticed that I'm very animated. Like, you know, it seems like when I start talking about God real good, I do not know why y'all, but it's like sometimes, sometimes, sometimes I'm like one of those little people that are, Oh, Lord Jesus, we thank you for the trees. We thank you for the grass. <laughs> and then sometimes I turn into an old Baptist grandma, y'all. And I just be like, what girl, 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 <laughs> who are you? <laughs> Pick one and stay there. But no, y'all, I'm just so animated. That's just me, man. I, 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 I don't know y'all. And then some days I'm really like, because we were raised the way we were raised. Y'all, I know I'm all over the place, but Hey, 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 I hope y'all can get something out of it. Somebody's going to get something out of it. at least one thing that I'm saying. But when we were growing up, um, my mom was very, very adamant about enunciation and pronouncing things properly and speaking very clearly and precise, you know, um, and y'all, we could not come into the house and say, is you gone? Oh my goodness. Is you gone? Uh, such a, we could not talk like that. You guys, we could not. Okay. When we first started going around other people and going to school and things, and we just talked very we just talked, I mean, like, yeah, like we just talked very, 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 very um, proper. And growing up on the north side, 
you know what I mean, to where, I mean, we were very sheltered, we couldn't go, like, um, to people's houses, even people at our church that we went to, we, we knew for a long time, like, maybe it's a, only a couple people's houses, I could really just go over when I was growing up, um, and so being really, really, really supervised like that and really, I wouldn't even say supervised, but protected, overly protected, like couldn't go nowhere. Like we, y'all, we wouldn't even know our neighbors. Like even if it was kids that live next door, we wouldn't know our neighbors because we couldn't just go outside like that. So imagine growing up, oh, I'm seeing the north side, like all of y'all are from Tulsa, Oklahoma, and you're not. <laughs> I'm even in Kansas City, Missouri right now. So if I say north, well, well, right now their north is kind of representative. Uh, uh, it does kind of fit like it would in Tulsa. Like north side, uh, the north side in Tulsa, because I've, I've noticed that some of you all are from Kenya. Some of you are from India. You know, some of you are from from the United Kingdom and things like that. So let me explain, like Tulsa, Oklahoma, oh, that little panhandle state over by Texas. <laughs> um, growing up on the north side, which a lot of people who have never been to Oklahoma, they think that it's nothing but white people riding on horses and cows being milked and cows you know <laughs> things like that that's not how i grew up okay um yes there are horses yes there is a rodeo there um i've only been once in my life and that was when i was grown somebody i was dating took me there but um so anyway when you when what i grew up with is living in Tulsa, the north side is where all the black people live. It's like mainly black people. Yeah, you're gonna have some white people that live out there too. But that was like the hood, uh, being out north was the hood in Tulsa, Oklahoma. That was like the, you know, the hood. And if you went far enough, that, that little piece of whatever would be known as ghetto in some people's, you know, Site. But then you have some people coming from rougher parts of the United States and they're like, this, this is, this ain't the ghetto, but you know what I mean? Hey, look here. Nobody's in, in a contest to see who can be the grimiest. At least I'm not. I thank God I didn't grow up, you know, in places that, that, that was really, really rough because North side of Tulsa was rough enough at times, like, you know, the shootings, the murders and different things like that. You know what I mean? It got really, really bloody, uh, when we was growing up. Um, I know several people who are not here anymore because they were caught in the crossfire, you know, in Tulsa, Oklahoma. So it, it, it definitely wasn't nothing to play with just because, you know, it's not, as rough as, you know, these other places does not mean that it wasn't rough. But anyway, just giving you a picture of that. So think of someone who talks very proper and then you go to schools out north and then you start being exposed to other kids, you know, because then, you know, my mom and dad, after they divorced, you know, we stayed with him 
his his wife and her seven kids for a little while me and my three siblings yeah y'all that was an experience right there it was 10 kids it was 10 of us we used to have fun but it was 10 of us kids and two adults 12 kids in i think it was a three bedroom house and my dad and stepmom made the garage into a bedroom their bedroom so yeah just imagine y'all it was yeah, pretty, uh, yeah, crowded up in there. But just imagine just talking very proper and then going and being around people who, who, who don't talk like that. It was a shock to us because, you know, we're hearing people say, um, is you gonna uh, go to such and such and such? A, you know what I mean? Just, you know, they're talking like that and saying uh, different stuff. Like we couldn't say, but. When we was growing up, we couldn't even say booty. <laughs> we couldn't say funky. We couldn't say a lot of stuff, y'all. We could not. We It was just a no-no. It was no, okay? So growing up that way and then going and living out north, we were made fun of terribly. So that's the reason why my, my accent will fluctuate sometimes. Sometimes naturally the way I talk is, is like this. This is naturally how I talk, which is the most quote unquote blackest that I've ever talked in my life. But still, this is this is really me. Or when I'm talking really proper, that's me. That's my training and my upbringing. But when I get country, ooh, y'all, sorry, that was my water app. It's time to drink some water. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Um, but then when I get really like country and stuff you know that's when my little Oklahoma roots is coming out and I'm just being well roots are coming out sorry mother <laughs> but yeah we couldn't say we couldn't talk a certain way y'all so anyway um but yeah girl I don't even know y'all I'm talking about hey girl I'm like it could be men listening to this and everything <laughs> But yeah, y'all, I just wanted to talk. I just wanted to talk. I appreciate y'all for listening because what y'all don't understand is y'all are helping me by just, I mean, just letting me talk. Because a lot of times in life, I feel like I'm not being heard. So, you know, and that people don't really listen to me. So to see that as soon as I drop these episodes, somebody's listening, somebody is taking their time out to listen to this means so much to me, y'all. So I appreciate y'all. Thank you so much for listening. Drop me a message or anything, man. Like Instagram, you can go over to my Instagram. You know, the Instagram ad comes on. Go over to my Instagram, message me or even message me on here, man. I would love to hear from some of y'all, from any of y'all. That would be so awesome and encouraging to hear from you all. But anyway, I hope that y'all are having a really good day. I really do. I hope that none of you all are sad right now. And if you are sad, know that you aren't alone in feeling sad and stuff, you know, because I'm in and out of it today. I'm in and out of it today, but it's all good. I won't stay there. I won't stay there. Yeah, sometimes our, our circumstances, things um, that we're going through, it doesn't reflect something that we would just be like, 
happy over and just be like, hey, you know what I mean? All things are well. And I'm not I'm not asking you to fake it. But what I am saying is don't wallow in it. Don't be like, I'm so tired. Don't don't get into saying that kind of stuff, because what you all need to understand is that because you are made in the image and the likeness of God, because you are made in his image, and that's basically what the likeness is. You're made in his image. We don't our thoughts are not his thoughts. Our ways are not his ways. But because but there are some things that, that we have, you know in common with him and one of the things because we are his descendants because we are his children because he was able to speak this world into existence um we have that power too our words are creative too so understand that when something comes out of your mouth it begins to work immediately you don't see it right away a lot of times sometimes we do but you don't see it right away that does not mean that your words are not creating that they are not producing that they are not working you just don't realize it and and us we have a different concept of time you know because one of the things that I I be thinking about y'all is that I don't know if anybody has ever really paid attention to how much time has changed as the world has gone on, right? Time has really, really, like, I don't believe there really was a big thing on time, but time was different. Like, if you look at some of the things that, if you look at the time spans in the Bible and different things like that, it means something totally different now. I think I heard somewhere where they said something like a year is a day or something like that. So y'all, when I started thinking about that, it was, it's something like that. Y'all look into it. Don't take, don't take, take up what I'm saying. Cause, cause right now I'm just like going off the dome. You know, I used to just come and do all the research for y'all and tell y'all, but, um, we got to study for ourselves, right? So I'm going to have to go study it now that I've I've said this to you all too, um, just, just to brush up and make sure that I'm thinking right. But I just know that time is different to God than it is to us. And so if you think back to the creation and they say, you know, on the seventh day and on the sixth day, I mean, you know, on the sixth day and on the first day and you know what I mean? It's like, can you imagine if it's really like that, if that's really what it is, then when God said, let there be light, y'all, it, it, I don't think it happened instantaneously. I really don't. If, it, if, it, if what I'm saying, if what I've heard is the truth, I really don't think it took place overnight. I think it was a process. I think it was a process. Um, but we look at it and we say it was a day. You know, when really it could have been a year. Y'all, it could have been a year that it took. Each one of those those days was could have been a year each. Can you imagine? You know, and when you think about all the things that were created in each of those days, those were some very magnificent things. So imagine if 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 that is the case, you guys. When we start asking God for something in that moment, we start believing him for it. Y'all, it's as soon as it comes out of your mouth, it starts to work. It's going out to work for you. As soon as you speak something, it's going out to work. 
So you could be speaking, I'm tired, I'm this, I'm that. You know what I mean? Maybe it don't happen right away. Or I'm sick and tired. Y'all, don't say that. Please don't say that phrase, sick and tired. Okay? Because as soon as those kind of words come out of your mouth, they're going to create for you. They're going to work for you. They're going out to, to, to manifest. And just because you don't see it happening overnight does not mean that it's not happening, y'all. That does not mean it's not happening. So, so yeah, so we have to be careful with the words that we say. Just because we say something and we don't see something right away does not mean it's not working for us. Or another instance um, where I believe it might have been Daniel. Y'all, please don't quote me because I'm just talking off my dome. I don't want to sound like Medea to y'all. That's what I don't want to be doing over here talking about. So, yeah, so, so, so Noah was, 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 uh, was, was, was sitting on the rainbow and it, y'all, I don't want to sound that ignorant to y'all, but, you know, I know there's some Bible scholars out there who's going to look and be like, girl, you don't know, like, whatever, hush. That's what studying is for. That's why we got to study, y'all. But um, it could have been Daniel. You know, um, he prayed and he fasted. He didn't eat um, anything that was like tasty or seasoned or all this different thing, which is where the Daniel fast is derived from. But anyway, he prayed for 21 days. He didn't see anything happen, but it seems like seems like I heard this. I Now, I haven't gone and researched this particular thing, but um, it was like when he was praying, the angel was coming. I don't know if this was Daniel or who it was, you guys. Please, please, like, you know, I usually research stuff before I come and talk about it because I don't want to lead anybody astray, but this time I'm telling y'all to go out and just look into it because I'm about to. Now that I started talking about it, I'm about to do it when I get off of here. But it's like sometimes, okay, I'm not going to even say that. I'm going to say this. Sometimes it could be that, that, that you have angels dispatched to go out and to work on your behalf. But then there's also evil forces and demonic forces that come to hold those back. So it's not that, it's not always that you've done something wrong. It's not always that. Sometimes it's just being delayed and held up because the angels that are coming to work on your behalf or the forces that are coming to work on your behalf are being fought against by by principalities and rulers and high places and things. And so so when you pray, it's like you're giving them firepower, you know, mount up. You know, you're giving them, you know, firepower <laughs> like Nintendo. You're giving them that firepower to activate them and to get it to speed up. And, and you're powering them up. It's like you're giving them an energy drink. You're giving them a boost, you know, when you begin to pray and when you activate, when you begin to to believe God. And see, some people say, well, how do I walk by faith? The way you walk by faith is as soon as you, when you when you ask God for it, then you believe that he is able to do what you're asking him to do. And then what you do is even it's not to say you're never going to feel doubtful. 
It's not to say that. It does say in the Bible to have, uh, if you have the faith the size of a mustard seed, y'all, a mustard seed is very tiny, very, very, very tiny. If you're not careful when you have it between your fingers, if you, you know, your fingers could possibly cover up how, you know, cover it up to where you could possibly have to, you know, it could be disguised in between your fingers. Like if you take your pointer finger and your thumb and then you press down on it, you could cover that whole mustard seed with your thumbprint or with your fingerprint. So, y'all, if you just have a little pinch like that of faith, that y'all walking by faith is just you basically when you do feel those doubts instead of the things that would usually come out of your mouth which is things like, I can't do it. Oh, this is so hard. Oh, I'm just so sad. You know, instead of stuff like that, then you say, Lord, I thank you that my answer is on the way. I thank you for the manifestation of my prayers being answered. God, I know that you're doing this for me. I thank you. You know what I mean? And if you don't want to do all of that, when it comes to your mind, you say, thank you, Jesus. Because he knows your heart, your thoughts, all that he knows. So that's how you walk by faith. It's speaking differently from what you see. And then also making sure that your atmosphere is conducive for, for, for that of, of, of one that is going to receive a manifestation of what you're asking for. You know, that's what manifestation is. Manifestation is just it coming and producing in the physical. So... That's how you walk by faith, y'all. And then faith comes by hearing, hearing the word of God. So I used to like, I, I can't remember how many, I know it was in season one because y'all, I, when I say things have shifted for me and changed, I'm not uh, on the same level as I was when I first started doing this thing. Um, when I first started doing this and it was just like okay faith comes by hearing hearing you know the word of God then it's just like I don't want to listen to this bible app because he got an accent and his accent gets on my nerves you know it literally would get on my nerves like I literally he would be speaking English but sometimes it would just feel like he was just not speaking like it's like it wouldn't penetrate through my doggone skull because it was it was just like what is he saying or sometimes I get so 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 hung up on the way that he pronounced something and it would bother me and y'all I'm not saying like an accent like a Kenyan accent or no I'm saying like he pronounces things on my app he pronounces things a certain way that sometimes just sounds ridiculous to me like he's just overdoing it and so that used to bother me and I'd be like I can't listen to him because he just he exaggerates some stuff and like you know good and well that is not how that word is pronounced <laughs> you know <laughs> so you know it would bother me like he would say things and he would roll his voice in a certain way and it would bother me and I'd be like oh I just can't listen to him but but now I've matured beyond that. The word is the word. And now when he is talking and everything, it really is getting down in there. You know, sometimes I go to sleep with it on, 
you know, um, so then it's, it's being, it's, it's getting in there. It's getting in my subconscious, you know, and then, you know, the Holy Spirit, he brings all things to your remembrance. So it's like, you could be somewhere and then these things are just kicking out and you're just saying stuff. And it was like when I used to, before I started using the Bible app, I used to always, you know, pack my Bible around everywhere with me. Every chance I would get, I would be reading it. So yeah, when you're physically reading the Bible, you have all these scriptures, like you can see the numbers, like I'm a visual person, so I could see where it was found in the Bible. I could even see in my mind, okay, it's it's located towards the back of the Bible or towards the front, you know, but now, and that's the reason why I don't really like doing the app because then I can't say, oh, it's found here or there, but, you know, so I've talked to certain people and I say something or somebody might say, that's, I've talked to my cousin, he's a preacher, and he'll say something like, uh, what does Luke 24, 5 say? You know, I'm just throwing something out there. And then I'll be looking it up and he'll be like, why you got to look it up? Why don't you have it memorized? But then as soon as he starts like, oh, I got to reposition. As soon as he starts quoting it, it's like I can quote it, you know? Um, but it's like at this point, I just don't have where it's located on lock, you know, because that's not how I'm learning it. That's not how I'm listening. That's not how I'm getting now. You know what I mean? I'm having to just listen to it. So, but what I've, what I've, what I've learned is this, you guys, when it, now, if you are having a biblical debate with somebody, then yeah, I can see you really need to know where it's found in the Bible. You really need to know those kind of things. But what I've noticed is, because what I use the word for is to combat the devil, to go against something, things that he's saying to me, because that's what the word is for. It's a sword, right? It's a two-edged sword, and it, it defeats and cuts down the devil. That's how you fight the devil is through the word. He comes and he says something idiotic idiotic to you and you come back with the word and that's what Jesus did he came back and did that you know said something to him each time you know he it is written you know that's what he would say so it's like when it comes down to you know quoting it against the devil I didn't hear say I didn't hear Jesus say well in Matthew which he couldn't have said in Matthew because that's where his book is located in Matthew. But anyway, I didn't hear him say, uh, well, in Genesis uh, 23, 7, it says, no, all Jesus said was, it is written, man shall not live by bread alone. You get what I'm saying? Like he would come and he would say, he would say it back to him. So all this, you got to know exactly where it's found out unless you are conducting some type of debate, which I don't debate. I believe it says in the Bible not to debate. I don't have time to debate. Either you believe or you don't. That's up to you. You get what I'm saying? This is how we combat the devil. This is how we come against him. This is when we say these things back to him and yes sometimes the devil or demons come in the form of an actual person and they're saying things to you and that's when you say it is written you know what I mean and you quoted at him now he can be like well where's that found well go study for yourself put it in there go study for yourself 
I don't have to prove to you that I know where it's found out. You go find it for yourself. You get what I'm saying? Study to show yourself approved. I don't have to, I don't have to prove nothing to you as long as it's in my heart, as long as I've hidden the word in my heart. I don't have to hide the numbers in the books. Of, I think over the, over time, we have gotten to a place in the church to where we are just so legal with everything and we need to we get so caught up in the wrong things and I don't think God is going to I don't think we're going to get to the judgment day and God is going to say well why didn't you know the books of the Bible and where it was found no he's going to be no it's about knowing the word of God and having it and hiding it in your heart and then also because the word of God is God that's the reason why he wants us to to read the Bible because that's how we get to know him you know what I'm saying so anyway, so y'all, I have completely set up in my bed. I was laying down when I first got on here and I was talking all low and stuff because I was in a whole nother headspace, but I have literally talked myself happy at this point. I hope that this has been helpful to someone. I hope it has been helpful to someone that someone's getting something out of what I'm saying. You guys, do not be discouraged. It is not the time or place for that. We have to talk ourselves happy, even if nobody's listening. I do that all throughout the day. I talk myself happy, y'all, because there are things in my life going on that don't reflect happiness. But you know what? Because I'm believing and because the just shall live by faith, and because I'm living by faith and I'm walking this thing out, I have to know that when I don't see it, that's me walking by faith. When I when I see the opposite happening of what I'm believing God for, then I'm having faith. I have to continue to activate my faith through the word of God and through my own words, saying it back to me, hearing myself say it back. Y'all, I, I will record myself saying all true confessions about myself, all positivity. I record it on my phone and my audio record. And then when I feel bad, I turn it on and I hear myself saying those things back to me. I hear myself encouraging me. I hear myself and I can stand up and come into agreement with it. Maybe at that moment, I don't feel strong enough to say this thing, but then I hear myself speaking and I hear the authority in my voice and it causes me to be able to rise up and be like, yeah, you're right. Yeah, I am the one who succeeds. Yes, I am more than a conqueror. Yes, no weapon formed against me shall prosper. Yes, I am the head and not the tail. I am above and not beneath. I am a city set on a hill that cannot be hidden. You get what I'm saying? We have to encourage ourselves. Encourage yourself in the Lord. Oh, encourage yourself. Y'all encourage yourself and keep it moving. I know that was that was raggedy what I just sang, but so what you get the point. Encourage yourself in the Lord, y'all. Encourage yourself. Stay encouraged. Be encouraged. When nobody's around to encourage you, it is your responsibility to encourage yourself. It is your responsibility to, 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 to utilize the tools that God left for you to win this battle and to win this fight. When do you stop fi fighting? When do you stop battling? When you hear God say, 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 you know, 
you've done well. You've done well. Oh, well done, thy good and faithful servant. That's when you when you hear God say that you've done well. Well done. That's when you stop fighting. That's when you've actually gained the victory. And the only time you can hear that is if you've died and gone on and gone into judgment day. That's the only time you can hear that. So when do you stop fighting? Never. When do you stop getting suited and booted? Never. Not until you died and gone on. As long as you have breath in your lungs, you have the ability to get up and put on your on your helmet of salvation. Get your feet shod with the preparation of peace. You get what I'm saying? The gospel of peace. You get what I'm saying? Come on now, the breastplate of righteousness. Come on. The sword of the shield of faith. Come on. The shield of faith. The sword of the spirit, come on, you speak in your heavenly language and you fight. That's what you do daily. You activate those weapons. You activate those weapons that are left behind for you. It is nobody's responsibility to do that for you, but you. Yes, it's helpful to hear other people. Yes, I do it all the time, but when you don't have those those tools available, it is up to you to activate your own tools because God did leave those tools for you to activate. So anyway, I see myself coming up on 49 minutes. It has been so great and awesome spending this time talking to you all. Share this with somebody if you like. If not, I'm happy with just reaching one person and encouraging one person, you know, or however many people. I don't know how many of you are listening, but I did notice the the the, the geographics or whatever you want to call that. I saw some different people. I saw Kenya. I got so happy when I saw Kenya. I saw India. I, I have people listening in India and in Kenya and United Kingdom. Y'all, that is so awesome. Y'all. Be encouraged, my friends. Be encouraged. And know that I do love y'all. I do love y'all with the love of the Lord. I would love if I could give each one of you a hug. So, y'all, do what you got to do. Encourage yourself and talk yourself happy. Until next time, keep your attitudes in check and know that God loves you. Instagram? Follow me at the Marriage Chronicles underscore for updates on when new episodes are available and much more. See you there.